You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm Rick Kleffel with KUSP, and we're speaking with Janet Atwood and Chris Atwood about their new book, The Passion Test. This is a book that takes readers beyond principles to experience their own passions. Janet, tell us the study that you looked at, the research study that you looked at many years ago that clued you into this five passions idea. Well, I was actually sitting in a seminar, and this woman started talking about this survey that had been done on the 100 most successful people in the United States. And she said what the survey found was that all of them were living their top five passions. And when she said that, it was this, my world stopped, and I went, oh, my God, that's it. That's what I need to do. I need to figure out what my top five passions are, and that was actually the birth of the passion test. Can you tell me how we determine this. It's one of those things that I think is easier said than done. Chris. Sure. Well, the passion test is a very simple process that allows people to get clear about what it is that matters most to them by going through one by one, each one, and comp- and seeing what is it that's most important. It's a, it's a systematic process, and then we take people through a whole set of exercises to change the beliefs. Oftentimes, it's the beliefs that we hold that keep us from living our passions. So the, the in the book, we take people through a whole set of exercises to connect with the things that matter most and then reinforce those over and over again. This is a matter of making lists and reducing them. Could you talk about making lists and reducing them? That's, again, easier said than done. And how do we identify what's a real passion and what's a, a passing fad? Well, uh, well, let's start with what's a real passion. And I'll tell you, Chris and I have found a real foolproof way of identifying what a real passion is. That is that whenever you're faced with a challenge and you're not passionate about what you're doing, what do you do? You cave, right? An obstacle comes along. I can't do this. I can't do this. But when you're passionate about something, it's like you just go for it no matter what's there. So talking about a list uh, you know what we tell people to do just to um, figure out what they're most passionate about is begin thinking about what is it that you love what do you care about what lights your fire what gets you out of bed in the morning and think about all the different areas the passion test creates balance and we ask you to think about your health your career your your uh, education what is it that you care about in terms of where you live you know your relationship what are those things that if you could have anything be anything do anything what would those things be and then start writing them down and start out with when my life is ideal I am and we tell people to take the passion test again and again I mean Jan and I've been doing this for years we still take it every four to six months because our passions change over time but in the beginning many t- people find it's useful to take it even every couple days once a week each time you go through the process each time you bring that list down from a long list to five you find that you gain greater clarity you get you go deeper and it's that clarity then allows you to make the decisions that Janet was talking about face the challenges as they come up. Now, there are three kind of tenets here, uh, intention, attention, and no tension. I I like that. Tell me what those are. Well, intention, intention, clarify what is it that you're so passionate about. 
And then attention, all of us are powerful. Everyone on this planet is powerful. You take your attention and you put it on your passions, right? Instead of thinking about what you don't have, what's not working for you, what's not right in your life, which so many people do, flip it and start knowing. First, take the passion test, clarify what you're most passionate about, that's your intention, and then put your attention, your power on that, and then Intention, attention, no tension, let go, let God, let the universe draw to you whatever it is that you need in order to fulfill all of those passions that you're so passionate about. Now, can you tell me how I identify whether or not I'm living a life aligned with my passions? How do I know whether I'm doing the right thing on track? Yeah, because you experience more and more joy, more and more fulfillment in your life. You know, some people say, think, well, if I, I could never follow my passions because, you know, I got to support myself. I couldn't make a living doing this. And we tell people you don't have to jump off a cliff. It's a matter of day by day making the choices. Whenever you're faced with a choice, a decision, or an opportunity, choose in favor of your passions. What you discover is as you do that consistently, life begins to show up more and more fulfilling, joyful, uh, a life of delight. Yeah. Isn't that great? So what we say to everyone is that if you want to live a passionate life, the secret is simple, and it's just this. Whenever you're faced with a decision, a choice, or an opportunity, choose in favor of your passions. Whenever you're faced with a decision, a choice, or an opportunity, choose in favor of your passions. Could you talk about making hard choices? Those can't always be easy choices. It's not always like a, a, a okay, I'll go to the candy store That's kind right. of thing. It is. Yeah. I would love to tell just a short story because the... Uh, this process, what's so cool, the coolest thing about the passion test is when you get clear on what it is that really matters to you, making even the most difficult decisions becomes easy. Now, all of your listeners may not know that Janet and I were once married. We are no longer. We're still best friends and business partners. And about a year and a half ago, I got remarried. My wife and I are about to have a baby in January, and my wife has asked Janet to be the godmother. Yeah, wrap your arms around that one, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I got, I, I married a beautiful German woman, and when we got married, she said, it's very important to me that we spend at least four to six months a year in Europe. All of my business activities are in the U.S., and I was faced with a choice. Do I lose my wife and keep my businesses, or do I keep my businesses and lose my wife? And so I, in the old days, in the past, I would have thought, how do I ever make this decision? But in this case, I knew that my wife was a much more important priority for me than my business, as important as my business is. And so over the, I spent five, of the last, five months of the last year in Europe, and interestingly enough, our businesses have prospered more than ever before. Really, we did fabulous this year, and it's all about choosing in favor of your passions, and it takes courage. You know, one of the things that Chris and I do is we we are co-founders of one of the largest online transformational magazines in the world, and we interview top transformational leaders every month. And one of them was Neil Donald Walsh, who is uh, the author of Conversations with God. And Neil, you know, when I was interviewing with Neil, I said, Neil. 
what is it that you feel is the most important attribute an individual needs in order to go out and live their passions and really have a passionate life? And he said courage. It takes great courage to choose in favor, just as Chris did, to choose in favor of what you're most passionate about. And yet, when you don't choose in favor of your passions, what you find is, just as Chris had said earlier as well, that you feel pain, you feel unhappiness, you know, you, you do all kinds of things that aren't life-supporting because you feel there's an emptiness inside. You don't know quite what it is. And one of the things that we talk about in the Passion Test book is that what you love and God's will for you is one and the same. I'll say that one more time. What you love and God's will for you is one and the same. And when you align so deeply with those things that are truly in your heart and you have the courage to follow those things, what you'll find is that the people, places, or things show up for you to act and move forward in the direction of greater happiness, living a passionate life. We've been speaking with Janet and Chris Atwood. Their new book is The Passion Test. Thank you for joining me, Janet. You're welcome. And www.thepassiontest.com is where people can go and find the book and also hear our wonderful song called Reclaim Your Power. Thanks so much, Rick. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Wonderful to be with you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.